The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. It's the Movie Zone. Austin Horton here. Johnny Lightfoot. What's up, in. buddy? Hi, Johnny. Welcome back to the show. Thanks, man. How you doing? Good. You, uh, you. Now we're not all out of the theaters yet, or right now at all. But you're still watching movies at home. I take it. I, yeah, yeah. It's kind of my go-to thing these days. Everybody's right. Yes. Yeah. We always talk here on the Movie Zone that everyone's favorite pastime is movies and streaming movies and watching movies, and that's never been more true than these days. You are absolutely right. I have not binge watched so much. TV and movies and everything. I even did the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy in a day. No, oh, in a day? In a day, buddy. Good grief. I know. It Not was, my favorites. It's hard. There's so many names. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of all the characters, but I did it. Well, and uh, look, there's a lot of people in that same boat. Our thoughts, prayers, and feelings go out to everyone who's been directly impacted by COVID and the pandemic, whether it be physical, financial. Uh, we've both known really good people real close to us lose their jobs recently because of covid yep. and they'll look everyone will all bounce back from this we got to get through this we got to put our heads down we got to square up and, and get through this together and uh it's no different here on the movie zone we're no. here for you we're here because of you and that will never change especially now and as you mentioned we will get back to normal when? Tell me the day and time. I hope soon. Let me get my pen. But uh, I, I, will t- I will tell you off air. How's when will that? then be now? Then now soon. is now. <laughs> From Spaceballs. <laughs> when will then be now? Soon. Soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Johnny, uh, let's just reintroduce you real quick to sure. the, the audience. You work here at The Zone with us. You're a technician. You're a producer. You're a creative mind. But your background, you're, you're, you've, you've lived the dream of everybody. You are a professional rock star. Well, I used to be. No, I used to be some, I used to be somebody. You used to get paid more for it, but you still are. <laughs> no, you are correct. For 17 years, I toured the planet with the uh, band Air Supply, who a lot of people know. And, of course, the uh, music is used in a lot of movies. Yeah. The most recent was Deadpool 2. Yep, yep for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was, I was fortunate enough to play bass for them and be their recording engineer and wear many hats with them as well, like I do here at The Zone. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun, man. I and you know this. I'm a big fan of Air Supply. I don't. Oh. And look, someone Everybody might say, is, right? "Well, everyone's mom is a fan of Air Supply." Well, anyone that likes good music and appreciates music, Air Supply <laughs> ought to be on your list. Now, you want you want to know a funny story here? Is uh a lot of the times you could tell when the concert starts, you come out on stage and you can see the, the wives and the moms and all that are very happy and excited. And you see the husbands or the boyfriends sitting there with their arms crossed like, I can't believe I've been dragged to this show. What am I doing here? Right. But by the end of the show, those same people are on their feet, yelling, singing at the top of their lungs. So, yeah, yeah it's it's it was always a lot of fun. And it's it's something I miss every single day. But I I would never trade it for anything. It reminds me of and Speaking of, we, we're starting a couple new segments today, including one called From the Archives. We're going to celebrate 25 years of Tommy Boy cool. later in the show. Oh, love that and movie. what you're describing r- reminds me of that scene in the car where they're picking songs to listen to, <laughs> yes. and they're both too cool for the Carpenters, and they're both like, well, if you want to change it, you go ahead. No, no, I, I'm cool with this if yeah. you are, man. And the, down the road, they're just jamming <laughs> out to it. So That is it, 100% yeah. an air supply show with the men. Absolutely. He's Johnny Lightfoot. Good to have him on board here on the Movie Zone. Like I mentioned, we got from the archives coming up poll question of the week we've got at home with 
This week we'll feature Hanson Scotty G. What is that? You'll find out in segment two today. But without further ado, no better way to start a show here on the Movie Zone than to go back to our roots who we owe it all to, Megaplex Theaters, Jeff Whipple, Vice mm. President of Public Relations, Marketing, Advertising, anything they do at the theater uh, at Megaplex Theaters. Jeff Whipple from Megaplex Theaters. Jeff, why do you like us? You keep coming back, even though we must be nicer to you than I remember. I don't know. You guys, you guys put the fun in dysfunction. You know, just, <laughs> we, we love you guys. <laughs> that's a, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Actually, so that's good. That's good. Jeff, we talked last week uh, with Larry. We've talked with Blake Anderson, president of Megaplex Theaters. You guys may not be showing movies actively, but you're not not there. Things are still going on at Megaplex. <laughs> We're staying shockingly busy, yeah. for as mm-hmm. as quiet as things are in theory, and we are we are respecting and appreciating those first responders and, and the front line. Oh my gosh, the social distancing thing. Uh, we're, we're trying to do everything we can on our end to keep everyone safe and healthy. Um, that that is that is our biggest concern. But um, really, w- one of the things we realized fairly early on when when all of this commotion started to hit was we were just getting bombarded with requests. <laughs> Please let us have Megaplex popcorn. Yes. <laughs> we're suffering some withdrawals here. Um, so we worked, our, the team was heroic in their efforts and continues to be. Uh, we've rolled out curbside popcorn service. We've got drinks and popcorn and movie snacks. We're expanding the menu and expanding locations because guests are thrilled with the opportunity to pull up. They, they literally pull up in their vehicles. We've <laughs> You can order online, do the whole thing touchless through their mobile app or or through DoorDash or any of the other services. Place your order, do the whole thing seamlessly. Uh, we've got team members out there kind of watching for cars. They're in their masks and their gloves, and they are they are processing orders. You call a number when you pull up. There's a little sign there where to call, and we know you're there. Excellent. And we bring it out to you. And it's it's literally I've I've watched as people do this process. I've I've interviewed a few of them and they are just grateful which is so delightful for us uh, that's great now, now jeff um obviously we're in a strange time as we were just talking about and the whole social distancing thing but there's i enjoy watching movies at home but i really enjoy going back to the theater sitting in those big comfortable chairs and just experiencing it with the big sound so i really want to ask is it still possible for people to come in and buy gift cards maybe for future purchases or something maybe someone has a birthday coming up down the road and they want to give them that because obviously we're going to go back to normal at some point so are they still available to do that and how would they go about getting those exactly so um yeah new normal will come back we promise it's it's going to happen um and and we so appreciate those that are working their tails off to to bring us there as quickly as possible um we do have the megaplex store open online so you can you can actually order e-gift cards you can do a transfer you know electronically or we're our team is still shipping gift baskets and gift cards uh wonderful mugs and tubs uh we don't tell anyone but we actually came across a stash of 2020 mega tubs oh. uh, just a few just a few i've got you mine to mega, megaplexstore.com oh uh while supplies last and i say that very very carefully because those will go very quickly before once this out. episode is done we might be out <laughs> yeah well i tell you i i've bought one for the last three years and it's so affordable and so good and i love it and there's so much more it's a brilliant 
thing. Go get one of these tubs if they're still available, people. Well, and the, the good news is too, we're going to we're we're keeping an eye on the on the timing because we understand you know we've we've enforced a fairly strict inf- you know date of, of when those tubs expire but since we've suspended reality um, we're going to we're going to roll those dates forward for the 2020 mega tubs so they'll be good through the first part of 2021 so that people get their full value out of it same thing for concession cash we we offer um, a bonus during the holidays and actually we're doing it again now through the megaplex store where if you order a certain level of, of gift cards or gift baskets and things we're actually giving you five dollars worth of concession cash Mm. towards levels of purchases. That's awesome. And those those have traditionally had an expiration date as well, but we're pushing those dates forward as well because we want... We, we, we have the best guests in the world. Yep. We just love the movie fans here in Utah. The studios recognize it. We, Our team adores our guests, and we want to do everything we can to help make life a little bit closer to normal as we can while we all get through this together. And along those lines, we are talking motivational movies this week here on the show, Jeff. And I know you, you just mentioned you're trying to do a lot of different things to keep life moving and keep things as normal as possible. You've got a pretty cool idea advertising-wise for people that might be driving by your theaters in the near future. We are, we are working on a couple of things, uh, including, I think it's an occupational hazard for me. I tend to speak in movie quotes anyway. <laughs> um, I've, I've taken to signing off most of my emails or text messages with Mr. Spock's you know, infamous live long and prosper, because right. you think about what that means. And... You know, it's a it's a touchless gesture. You know, he does the finger thing, which a certain number of people can do. It's always fun watching. I can't. can't. I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But but in this in this current state, we're worried about people's health and the economy. And you think of how simple that phrase is: live long and prosper. And what a great message it is. And so we're we're on the lookout for guest ideas. Um, anyone who's got some some ideas to throw out to us, we, we have to be respectful of the, the studios and their characters and their intellectual pop- property, so so we're going to keep an eye on that. But uh, we want to give a shout-out. I, I think of Captain America. You know, I can do this all day long. Right, <laughs> yeah. There, there are just these moments in film that define us, the Rocky Balboa moments that, you know, you think you're against the ropes, and it's like, no, nah, I got this. We, we're going we're gonna to tackle this together. Yeah. And, and and that's the spirit that we're trying to communicate to guests that we're, we're all in this together you don't have to go through it alone brighter days are ahead love it now, now jeff let me let me ask you a question you might not know the answer to this or be able to respond but obviously with what's going on a lot of movies are being pushed back to later dates like for example wonder woman which is supposed to come out uh, in summer but is now being pushed back to fall what what do you think is going to happen with a lot of these summer releases do you think we're going to see all of them released at one time, or do you think we're going to get a lot of them pushed back into 2021 now? We are, we are watching this. Uh, it, it is evolving every day, uh, almost hour by hour, as as new information comes out. Thankfully, we're starting to see some hope with you know the medical community is doing some great things. The social distancing that people are doing, I think, is helping tremendously. But again, we want to be smart. We want to. It's, it's in everyone's best interest. Everyone be he- healthy and well. Um, the the studio. The studios 
across the board are feeling you know the impact of this pretty dramatically and they've got great product in the pipeline so the schedules are going to shift around i was literally just going through the updated list uh so far you know disney pixar is holding still on the date of uh june 19th for the pixar movie soul hmm. which is scheduled to come out mulan is scheduled for july spongebob is coming out in july wonder woman is is, is slated for august so there's going to be some jockeying because there's going to be some pent-up demand people are going to want yes. to come back to the theaters mm -hmm. but not everyone's going to be able to line up you know for six movies in a row so right. we, you know there's going to be some some interesting little maneuvering it's called show business for a reason yeah, so say, the folks in hollywood figure it out I, I'm, I'm very interested to see who gets that first big weekend release when everyone's allowed to go back to the theater that's going to be huge be, whatever that's it the is. one you want yeah. as a studio yeah, yeah for sure well and, and and so many of these things i mean we're, we're watching the global economy i i the James Bond movie, No Time to Die, was the first film that really shifted to from April to November. And in fact, this last week was when Larry, er, Larry and I were supposed to see uh, the long trailer of that. Uh -huh. um, and I saw, I got the notice in my calendar because it was going to, it was scheduled to, to screen. And alas, I didn't get to see it. And that was on my, that, that's like at the top of my must-see list. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, Jeff, things sound like they're going well at Megaplex. We're excited and glad to know business is still open you yes. can get on the uh, megaplex store online get your gift cards your mega tubs before this before they go away that's really cool do it quickly uh, i might go buy them all is mm -hmm. there a limit i shouldn't ask that I, <laughs> I might do all my christmas shopping right now at the megaplex uh, store online but you get concessions everything and we appreciate you being part of the movie zone still we're excited to have you we'll have you back we love 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 playing along and and really keep an eye on there's there's some fun things on the horizon and in the meantime really people need to take care of themselves and their families and and give our That's best right. to all concerned for sure thank you jeff thanks we'll talk jeff. to you soon take care guys there you go jeff whipple vp of everything at megaplex advertising marketing uh, public relations the the concession everything there like i said earlier if it's done he does it at megaplex he, he brought up a really good point and i think our listeners need to listen to that again is it's gonna return back to normal Life will come back. We will be able to go back to the movies and enjoy that full-on theater experience again. You know, it's 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 important for us to go out and do that. I love doing that. I try to go as much, or I used to try to go as much as I can, and I will go as much as I can when it comes back, because it's important. So take advantage of that gift card availability and everything else now to make sure that these theaters stay open and keep going. So when it does come back, we can do it some more. Yeah, the mega tubs, the mega mugs, everything they got, megaplextheaters.com. Just go to the virtual store there. And of course, as you mentioned, get your concessions. If you're doing movie nights at home still, swing by and grab the Megaplex popcorn on the curb. Absolutely. It's Better. It's better than microwave. I mean, come on. Uh -huh. It's better than any popcorn out That's there. That's right. All right, we'll come back on the other side. Uh, we mentioned... We mentioned? Mentioned. We, we mentioned motivational <laughs> quotes from movies. We've got uh, the poll question response of the week, your favorite motivational movies, and a new segment, At Home With. What is that? You'll hear about it next here on The Movie Zone. I'm only happy when it You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Welcome back. Segment two of The Movie Zone. Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot with you this week. Johnny, you picked soundtrack of the week. What is it? I picked Captain Marvel. Ooh, why? Uh, well, you know, we're, we're talking about the Tommy Boy stuff, right? And okay. it just kind of throws in. It's the Captain Marvel takes place. It's set in the 90s. Tommy Boy was a 1995 movie right in the mid of the 90s. It just kind of fit. Plus, the songs are really good on Captain Marvel soundtrack. I love 90s music. I don't right? care who knows it. I it's love probably it. the best thing to come out of the 90s. Do you have any idea what the second best would be? The internet? No. Oh. Crop tops. Cross. <laughs> How did you get out of here? <laughs> so that's our soundtrack of the week brought to you by Megaplex Theaters. Captain Marvel. I uh, can't believe it's oh, two years old now, Captain Marvel. Is it this two month, years? Wow. Last month. That's amazing. March 8th. 2018, I want to say. So it's say. about time for Captain Marvel 2, isn't it? Yeah, we're coming up on that. Yeah. All right, uh, time for the poll question of the week. We're talking about most inspirational or motivational movies at Austin Horton on the old Twitter if you want to play along each and every week at Zone Sports Net. And that's where you get these, uh, these poll questions. You, now, Brett McCormick comes in with the most ins- motivational or inspirational movie he's ever seen. He says, Pursuit of Happiness. You like that movie? I do like that movie, and I think I think that's a very good choice. It's definitely an uplifting, and uh, well, it's it's sad for a lot of it, but you know, it always has that ending that rocks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Speaking of rocks, Scott Thatcher says Chariots of Fire. You know, that was a movie I didn't watch. I tried to watch it a couple times, didn't yeah, make it through it. I yeah. could, I couldn't either. And Saint Elmo's Fire, great moment, right? With that song, but yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. Uh, while we're along those lines, uh, the Piccolo song was it? Piccolo was the Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers movie. What was that called? Oh God! What I'm was spacing that completely, called? man. I'm sorry. Anyway, that's a that's a motivational movie for sure. Gary says it's a cliche for a reason, but remember the Titans, and then he includes the Way Back, which was. Ooh. Uh, didn't that just come back yeah. out with uh, Ben Affleck? Or was it the way, way back? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Defiance, Dunkirk, Warrior, Glory Road, Miracle, Coach Carter, Ford v. Ferrari, uh, Freedom Riders, American Sniper. A lot of sports nods there. Well, you know, it's it's kind of it's hard not to mention sports movies in this type of t- uh, subject because they're always motivational you know it just pretty much any true story really is motivational and when you talk sports movies all the way from hoosiers you know up to like four four versus ferrari they're all emotional and motivational because they just keep fighting man yeah for sure it it fits with that whole theme uh i like this answer from jennifer unbroken i don't want to be that guy but the book's a lot better but the movie's still incredible well books are always better aren't well, they? well the movie cut out the best part of the book which was the redemption story later right. on of louis zamperini check it out uh and then uh, you've got uh, roger says Patton. i've still Ooh. never seen Patton. yeah yeah we got to see that back. scene with the, the oh, speech of course. But, yeah. in front of the big flag we've all yeah. seen we've all seen that for sure that's that's a good movie that really is but you know we got to kind of justify. Are we talking new, talking old? Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Whatever you know? motivates you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then My yeah. answer would be Cinderella Man. Did you ever Ooh. see Cinderella Man? I did. Russell Crowe, Renee Zellweger. Yes. It kind of fits a little bit of the times we're going through here. Not nearly as bad as it was then, but uh, kind of the similar feeling. Everyone's got financial woes. Mm. You're you're sitting at home wondering what to do with your life. You're trying to remain motivated, trying to uh, reach that dream. It's a really, really good motivating movie. I would agree with that. And uh, if I can throw my choice out there, I'm going to go with something a little more modern. I'm going to go with A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Now, have you seen that movie? The one that just came out. Oscar-nominated Tom Hanks was. Right. Now, 
Now, I, have you seen that movie? I have not seen it yet, no. I saw the documentary, uh, whatever that was called, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Right, and that's awesome. That, and is, that was that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But, you know, when I left the theater for uh, the Mr. Rogers movie, I really left wanting to be a better human. You know, the, the Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers that we saw on camera was not him acting. That was just him. He Isn't was that just great. He was just yeah, it's amazing. He was just a kind, beautiful human. Yeah. And just cared about people and wanted to make things in the world a better place. And when people like Gordon Monson call him soft, I just want to fight him. He called him soft? Oh yeah. That's oh, funny. that's fighting words that's, for that's sure. See, but Mr. Rogers would not condone no? fighting. He'd no? just say, Well, that's, that's he would that. use his big brain and he would he would come up. You know, and one of the other he cool things He would turn things, Gordon to his side. He would. Yeah. One of the other really cool things that I liked about uh the Mr. Rogers and this is just a side note, but he was a musician. Did you know that? I did know that, yeah. Yeah, and he wrote several a, different music uh played several different instruments yes very the very piano. very accomplished pianist yeah and he uh he wrote a lot of the themes and songs in mr rogers and played them himself sometimes uh, almost all of them yeah. at the in the early stages and then uh anyway there's there's all kinds of great information about mr rogers that's a good movie or yeah. a good answer i've yet to see that movie you got to check it out because i think I, like i said i walked away almost in tears going man i need to be a better human i don't know how you were almost in tears i'd be in tears for sure Absolutely, for sure. I, I held it back. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's time now to introduce a new segment here on the Movie Zone. Sometimes this will be long, sometimes it'll be short, but we're playing ball with everyone here on the Zone, all the hosts and producers. It's called At Home With. Cool. Where a producer or a host, everyone's at home streaming movies, as we've mentioned on the show already. When they stream a movie or a TV show and it strikes them to want to share their thoughts on it, I've encouraged them to... Put it down in audio, and we'll share it here on the Movie Zone with our audience. I love it. The, the inaugural introductory episode is At Home With Hans and Scotty G, and they go everywhere with this thing. Uh, tune in. Li listen up here. Well, it's exciting to finally be a part of the Movie Zone. I know that I have been longing and wanting to be a part of the Movie Zone for many years now, and Scotty and I go back and forth about this all the time. How great is it to finally be heard on the movie zone? We've begged, we've pleaded, we've offered up our services, and finally, finally, Austin has said, guys, go ahead, let's talk. So we are talking about what we're streaming in our houses, and I am streaming every single night. We've got a movie a night, <laughs> and my 17-year-old and I, we got into this scary movie marathon. So we've been watching thrillers and scary movies. So I came to Scotty the other day and I said to Scotty, hey, give me some suggestions. And Scotty didn't exactly give me suggestions on what to watch. He said, don't watch. I told you what not to watch. So can we start with the first one? Yeah. World War Z. We're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. The worst pandemic of since we have seen since 1918, mm -hmm. over 100 years. So when you're thinking, okay, you know what? Our world has changed. It's upside down. We don't have any sports. Why is it? Because we have a pandemic. What's the movie you think would be a fun one to watch? World War Z, in which a vaccine to a virus turns billions of people into zombies. Hmm. And they break into the WHO yes. headquarters because they couldn't get into the CDC headquarters. There's references to H1N1. And it was it was just too much. So and so, I told you not to watch it. And then what did you do? I, I watched it with my seventeen year old. Yeah. And 
the zombies are horrifying. They're fast. That's the thing. You, and you violent. Know, yeah, because, you know, you watch other zombie movies. They're slow, methodical, not very smart. And so, you know, you can kind of wrap your brain around that. Like, okay, well, you know, if I've, if I've been doing cardio for a while, I'm going to at least be okay for a bit. And But these guys, they're, they, they catch you. They, they get you. Yeah, and one bite, 10 seconds later, you're a zombie. Yeah. So that was alarming, too. I... I I did not like it, and I would not suggest that you stream World War Z right now with your family. It's There's a lot of darkness in the world right now, and adding on top of that with World War Z is not good. So then I, I asked him the following day, so what would you suggest tonight? And you said, well, I, I'll tell you what I wouldn't watch tonight is Insidious. And then what did you do? <laughs> so I streamed Insidious last night with my 17-year-old. That was worse than World War Z. Uh, it's about a boy being taken over by a demonic presence. Yeah, that one's a little bit more supernatural. I, I wouldn't suggest that. You know, um, I left that feeling yucky, dirty, um, a, a little bit possessed. I, I It took a, um, a shower in bright lights to kind of wash the fear and anxiety away. How did uh, how did your 17-year-old handle it? Not good. Yeah. She forced her two well two of her siblings to sleep in her room with her. So <laughs> her two younger sisters. Can you just watch a nice romantic comedy? Well, I, th- I think that that's what <laughs> Well, you know that's typically what I yeah. watch. Okay. First of all, Hans World War Z, not the movie to be watching these days, as you mentioned. <laughs> Insidious is the reason Whoa. I don't watch horror movies anymore. Are you not a horror fan? Uh, not in the least bit. Yeah? That was the, in fact, that was the last horror movie I saw. What about what about the originals? I don't want to call them originals, but like the 70s horror movies. No. Like, no? Like, you look no. at them and go, I can see everything's fake. The, no? The scary as I go is Alfred Hitchcock. Really? That's as scary as I'll go. Those are trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really true. But they're thriller. They're not real slasher <laughs> other than psycho. You but, know, yeah. I use a, I use the scary movie uh <laughs> punishment against my son. What do you mean? If he doesn't do something, you know, that he should do or won't do his homework, I threaten to put on like it. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Is that bad? Yeah, it's gonna cost you more in the long run for therapy. Should you I not should that. I not be doing that? Put on like Barney. That'll he'll that'll no, motivate him no, to no, be no. Good Star, too. Star Wars, man, but he doesn't like Star Wars. No, he loves Star no, Wars. No, I'm saying motivate him to be good. Say if you're not good, I'll put on Barney or oh, something. Oh, oh. So yeah. that he'll be like, Okay, I'll be good. You but think Barney's is better don't than scare it? the hell out of him with it. Well okay, what about the nun? No, no, that's, that's not any better. Written by Satan and produced by Lucifer. Oh uh, well, Chucky. <laughs> no, all bad, right, okay, bad, bad. Okay, all right, all right. I'll find something. Hey, you parent how you want. I didn't <laughs> do that. Our thanks to Hans and Scotty for uh, giving us the first episode of At Home with. Uh, Gordon has signed up to do next week's. Oh boy, we'll see how that goes. Oh, coming up next though, <laughs> we've got another new segment from the archives. Happy twenty fifth birthday. To one of my favorite movies from the 90s, obviously from the 90s. Yeah. Favorite movie uh, is one of those movies that I watched uh, kind of without my parents knowing I was watching it. Really? Little Rebel. Were you not supposed there. to be watching that movie? Yeah, I was, you know, I was of age to watch it, but it wasn't something it wasn't they would have brought in. No. No. Still wasn't maybe something they would have brought into the home, but I watched it with some friends. Well, there's some stuff that's not necessarily PC. And some things that have not uh, are no longer okay right. that are in that movie. But right. Tommy Boy turns 25. Johnny and I will break it down next. Holy some, shnikes! Some, some news and notes about the movie you may not know here on The Movie Zone.
You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Final segment here on the Movie Zone this week. Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot with you. And as mentioned, last segment, soundtrack of the week. We're going with Captain Marvel. You have to go with Captain Marvel, don't you? We have to because, as you pointed out, as we're going to do this segment from the archives, the inaugural segment from the archives, we're looking at Tommy Boy 25 years later. And that being a 1995 movie, you thought... Captain Marvel, it's got 90s music in it, so it's awesome. It's a good pick. Yeah, it's it's perfect for that. I mean, if you think back, it, obviously Captain Marvel took place in the 90s, quote-unquote, and the soundtrack was perfect for it. It's got everything from heart to Lita Ford. It even has some salt and pepper in nice. it. Nice, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Garbage, R.E.M., of course, all the 90s bands, Nirvana. I just absolutely love that soundtrack. So that's what I think is a great one for this week. I agree. I, uh, this is a good pick. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. And as we mentioned, it's time now for From the Archives. This is something we're going to do every week. We're going to look back on a movie that is celebrating an anniversary or fits into the news. And before we go into... Tommy Boy and its 25th birthday, Johnny, mm-hmm. uh, you pointed out to me that 1995 was a great year for movies. 1995 was an amazing movie year. Talk about the movie Seven, Toy Story what's 1. What's in the box? Yeah, yeah, what's in the... Toy Story 1, man. Braveheart, Apollo 13, The Usual Suspects, <laughs> Clueless. Clueless. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think, I believe also uh, Babe is in that. The original Jumanji is in that same year. Nice. I don't know if we really want to classify Batman Forever in that, but uh, it's in that. It happened there, yeah. Billy Madison. Was Batman Forever the one with the uh, unmentionables on the chest plate of Batman? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Unmentionables. Oh, yeah. yeah. Billy Madison, another one? All Billy right. Madison. Of course, uh, Empire Records. Have you seen that, right? I've not seen oh, Empire Records. Oh, man. You've talk about a classic 90s movie is Empire Records with a very young Liv Tyler in it. Okay. Excellent choice. One of my favorites. Uh, in fact, just a couple days What's ago. What's it about? It's about people. It's quite funny, actually. It's about uh, a small record store that's getting bought out by a much bigger corporation record store and how they try to keep it alive and what they need to huh. do to keep it alive. And it's great. It's I think it's Rex Go- Goodman. I think Rex Goodman or something like that is the musician superstar who comes in to save the day. <laughs> okay. Sort of. But a couple other movies, uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Oh, come on. Yeah. Great year for movies. Then. Casino. Okay, not the family-friendly movie. No, but, but, but a great movie. A terrific movie, movie yeah. And I don't know if this is really worth mentioning, but Waterworld? My wife loves Waterworld. I love Waterworld until he bungee jumps from the top of the boat. <laughs> that's, that's when you're out? That's, that's when that's I'm out, point. man. That's when I'm out. Other than that, I love the premise of all the ice caps melting and everything being gone. I, I, lo- I do like that movie. I'm not going to lie. As far as a, a post-apocalyptic or whatever, pre-apocalyptic, however you want to uh, classify it, it's not a terrible idea. It's no. just a bad movie, man. It's just, it is a bad movie. I remember we went to Universal Studios Hollywood probably a couple years after, like 1997. Yeah. And their water show was Waterworld, <laughs> and they had jet skis. and it was, that, that was cool. Right, that was but cool. But seeing it in the movie, it was like, okay. No, it was bad. It was bad. I mean... Not as bad as The Postman for Kevin Costner. That's his worst <sighs> ever. But this is right up there. He had gills, though. That's right. He did have gills. I mean, let's be a spoiler. Uh, All right. Well, let's get into the archive. Happy 25th birthday to Tommy Boy, a movie that uh, really no one 
thought was going to have any success. No, it, in fact, it wasn't supposed to. It was just supposed to be kind of a launch plat- platform, I think. Uh, in fact, I was watching, uh, to get ready for the today, I was watching the old uh, Jay Leno appearance by David Spade and Chris Farley to promote the movie. Yeah. And they just goofed off the whole time. You could tell <laughs> Jay Leno was just annoyed by him. Of course. And it's like, looking back, it's like, this has become such an iconic duo yeah, and does. movie. And of course, Black Sheep came out a oh, year later. Right. Uh, anyway, so Tommy Boy, let before we, I've got a list of things you may not know about Tommy Boy, but I thought it'd be fun to play our favorite. Well, how to pick? But our fav, one of our favorite bites from the movie. There, each. there are so many bites from that movie that are great. A lot of them are not FM friendly. Sure, let's yeah. let's be honest about that. But there are so many bites, and I got to tell you, I. As much as I love Chris Farley in the movie and a lot of his lines, I found David Spade's lines to even be more sarcastic and funny to me. I okay. thought his comebacks were quick and just witty, and, and they made me laugh a lot more. But Farley is by far just amazing in this movie. He's off the cuff. He's just outrageous. He's Farley. He's <laughs> he what we Farley. saw from SNL, man, and he's definitely missed. Uh, so uh, what was your favorite? What's the one you're going to play here for us? Well, you know... I'm probably going to go with uh, with the classic. Everyone loves it. Everyone sings it. And everyone has done it. <laughs> Fat guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> Is this your coat? Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Fat guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a little coat. Don't. Fat <laughs> guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a little coat. Take it off, I'm serious. Richard, what's happening? Great selection there, John. That's a funny, <laughs> funny scene. And, you know, uh, I mentioned I've got this list of things you may not know about yeah. Tommy Boy. Yeah, and what's along something? That, that from that scene, that was something that Farley did off scene, off, off camera. Really? To, to David Spade. Actually took David Spade's coat <laughs> and danced around it, and it ripped. And David Spade was so mad. Oh, no. But everyone was laughing so hard that they're like, it's got to be in the movie. Oh, it ha- Dude, So that they is put the- it in right in the movie. Tell me I'm not mistaken here. That is probably the most classic line that everybody knows from that movie. And, of course, that's how it happens. It's something that happened off screen, and someone said... We need to put that Do that flick. again. Do that yeah. again. Yeah, if we went out on the street and asked 10 people, name me a line from Tommy Boy, six of them would say that. Oh, of course If they not would. more. Of course. Uh, my bite, I had to do a little editing because uh, it's no longer, not everything in the bite could, first of all, as you mentioned, is FM friendly. Right. Secondly, some uh, references that are no longer okay and probably shouldn't have been okay <laughs> to say back then. Nope. So there's a, there's a couple stoppages in here, but... I cannot watch this scene without just ending up in stitches every time. It's when they uh, pretend to be airline assistants <laughs> on the airline going back to Chicago. Let's get out of here. Too late. Hey, guess who's here? <laughs> what are we serving tonight? Chicken or chicken? <laughs> what a nice surprise. They said we were going to be shorthanded this leg. You two take coach. Owen, oh, could you handle the announcements? Okie dokie. No problemo. You're gonna know we're bogus. Relax. You get on the horn, I'll throw some peanuts at him. We'll be in Chicago before you know it. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. He'll be taking you through my little spiel here. Tommy is a Scorpio. He likes biking and exits. Okay, there's one back here. And there's uh, probably one over by the wing somewhere, usually. 
And what about seat belts? Too fasten. Take the little end and stick it in the big end and you know what? If you guys don't know how to use a seat belt, just ring your call button and Tommy will come back there and hit you on the head with a tack hammer. Okay, and life preservers. These we may need. Although what are the odds of us actually hitting a lake? My money says if anything, it's gonna be a mountain. To inflate, put it around your neck and yank down on the tab. He's a big dumb animal, isn't he, folks? I love the part that at the end there. He says, if you don't know how to do a seatbelt, <laughs> yeah. we'll bring a hammer around and hit you with it. <laughs> I know. Because you're dumb. But I love also right before that scene when he goes, it goes like this. And he's putting the, the two ends together. He's like, fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> 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 just, like, just like the flight attendants do now. Yeah, that's you know? right, yeah. And I'm guilty of that. I have to admit, when I used to fly all the time, I'd never wanted to put my seatbelt on. What? Yeah, I know. It's horrible, right? But I always That's got kinda, that. No, there is kind of no point to them. Well, look, let's be honest. You're not going to have a head-on collision there up in the sky. But let's be. The only thing I think it helps you from, and not getting too graphic, is if the plane turns upside down and you falling or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, But let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, 15 things you may not have known about Tommy Boy. You yeah, ready for this? I'm ready. Uh, Tommy Boy was the final film penned by married screenwriting team Terry and Bonnie Turner. Who are they? They wrote Wayne's World, mm-hmm. Coneheads, and the Brady Bunch movie. Of course, they all they those Farley and Spades are all throughout there as well. And yep. Went on to uh, work on Third Rock from the Sun and That 70s Show. They, wow. that they're a married couple created all those you know you're right i remember that 70s show seeing at the end bonnie and uh, terry turner uh rob lowe originally had a different role in the movie he did i know what you're going with this i know well he was gonna be the david the david spade role I richard know. could you imagine that i can't imagine rob lowe as david spade in that or as richard in that yeah I, I, anyone but david spade wouldn't fit no no, and, and then, of course, I think if, if we hadn't had the Chris Farley and David Spade relationship in that movie, do you think we would have had it eventually down the road? Or do you think it would have just not ever happened if that had well, happened? Well, you wouldn't have had Black Sheep a year and a half later. Exactly. And uh, you, when you think of Chris Farley, you think of David Spade. Absolutely. When you think of David Spade, you think of Chris Farley. They were on SNL together. Right. I think a year previous to Tommy Boy was the... In a van down by the river scene on <laughs> SNL where David Spade cannot hold it together. No. He can- <laughs> uh, speaking of Rob Lowe, he was not even credited in the movie. Right. He did not have a movie-like credit credit, but he was credited on the uh, VHS releases on the, you know, on the box. He was. I think, I wonder if that was to help sell it. it. Well, the reason he couldn't be credited is he was on an ABC TV show at the time called oh, The Stand, okay. Stephen King. Yeah, I thing. remember that. Yeah, and so contractually, he could not have his name show up in a different studio's work mm. at the time. So, but once it went out on video, that was all done and said with, so he could be on it then. I think that's interesting. Fred Wolf also worked on the film without uh, uh, attribution. Who is Fred Wolf? Uh, following completion of the Turner's Tommy Boy script, SNL writer Fred Wolf was brought in for touch-ups. Uh, one year uh, later, Wolf wrote the screenplay for the second Farley Spade movie, Black Sheep. 
Wow. So a name you may not know, but obviously you know the funny work. stuff you see in here, he was right behind it. Wow, that's really cool. I did not know that part of it. David Spade refused to let the film's stylist work on his hair. <laughs> I know that. I saw that. What? What? Why? I don't I, get that. I don't get it either. And I wonder if that the scene where it blows his toupee off yeah. was like a little, a little, you know nod to that part of the maybe movie so, you know maybe. like let's just have some fun with that but his hair was actually pretty horrible talk about a comb over and that's maybe and it says here he wanted to make sure it looked bad yeah and didn't want some professional stylist making it look good so <laughs> uh farley and spade actually got into a big spat during filming because uh farley uh got angry because spade went out with low rob low the night before filming and didn't invite him oh and that didn't go over well uh oh uh, they made up to, though. Chris Farley's two brothers appear in the movie, Kevin and John. That's right. They are at the wedding scene. That's exactly at right. At the table with him when his dad, uh, spoiler, <laughs> dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tommy's catchphrase was a young Farley's own invention. That catchphrase being, holy shnikes. <laughs> something Chris Farley used all the time in his uh, day-to-day life. The character's alma mater was also bar- borrowed from Chris Farley. Uh, Marquette University. Chris Farley actually graduated right. from yes, Marquette yes, he University. Did. Yes, he did. It only took him seven years. Uh, Tommy Callahan. You see in, in uh, uh, a quick glimpse of the History 201 class roster. Yeah. And there's a couple famous uh, names in there, including Helen Keller. Is that was right? In, was in the class, and she would, got the grade of F. So I don't know if that's funny, but they thought it was funny, so they put that in there. Because they show all the, the grades of everyone in the class, and now, Helen Keller's on there. Let, let me Michael ask you Jackson's something. getting a D-, all kinds of people. What did you think of Bo Derek in the movie? Hmm. I've never I mean, really been a big Bo Derek fan. Okay, well, as you know, throughout I'm, the- I'm, uh, not as, uh, uh, I'm not from that era, though. What, what, so. are, you, what are you trying to say? I'm, I'm a lot older than you? Yeah, that's oh. what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> You don't look it, but you are. <laughs> oh, you are absolutely right. <laughs> I look older than you. No, you don't. Oh, absolutely I do. But okay. anyway. Maybe you do. What do you think of Bo Derek? You know, um, Bo Derek is obviously such a, an icon in the uh, modeling world, you know, throughout the 70s and 80s. And uh, to see her with really short hair, and by the way, it was a very bad wig. Mm-hmm. It was a very bad wig she had on. Really kind of threw me out. Um, it, 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 uh, it didn't seem like Bo Derek to me, and that's maybe why they put her in the short hair. But... Uh, I, th- I thought she acted okay. I mean, she wasn't, you know, yeah. the top actress in it. I think out of all the actresses in or actors in it would uh, probably be Brian Dennehy. He was great. He was, you know, as, as, as big, big Callahan, Tom. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was probably my, like, if I was to give awards in that, it would probably be him. because he, he He's the MVP of Tommy Boy. He's the MVP, <laughs> man. He, I mean, granted, you can always say, you know, of course, Farley or, or, uh, or Spade, but uh, yeah. if you watch Dennehy's performance in that and you look you think back to like cocoon and the other stuff that he did right see, seeing him uh in that just that character that i don't know he he he, he i believed he was farley's dad yeah i think so you there, know what i mean i'll bet there are people who watch that movie today and don't know that brian dennehy is actually a big time actor they might think he was just a bit role as big tom callahan you're right thing. you're right uh speaking of Bo derek she only had 13 lines is that right? In the movie. 13 lines? 13 total lines. Well, that says something, doesn't it? And then finally this. Uh, who is this? Uh, Roger Ebert. Here's what he had to say. He put Tommy Boy on his Ebert's most hated list that he compiled in 2005. A snippet from the review. Quote, no one is funny in Tommy Boy. 
There are no memorable lines. None of the characters are interesting except for the enigmatic figure played by Rob Lowe, who seems to have wandered over from a production of Hamlet. Close quote. Ooh. Well, I hate to say it. <laughs> I hate to say it. He's wrong. Yeah, he's dead wrong. He's so well, wrong. Maybe I shouldn't say dead wrong. He's wrong. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's from the archives. 25, can you believe it's been 25 years? I can't believe it's been 25 years, but it, it went by really quick. And I just want to throw a couple things in since we sure. were kind of talking soundtrack stuff as well. There is some amazing music in this movie. I mean, obviously it's The a, Carpenters? Yes, of course, The Carpenters. Don't you remember you told me you love me, baby? That's it. But I'm going with some more obscure stuff. Do you know of the band Soul Coughing? No. So they're- um, Soul Coughing? Soul Coughing, like- <coughs> <coughs> coughing. Okay. So it, they have their song, Is Chicago Is Not Chicago. And of course, that's off their record, Ruby, Ruby Varum, off the 1994 release. And of course, how could we, uh, and this is kind of funny with today's crisis we're in, but REM, The End of the World as We Know It. Right, that's in there, yeah. Off their 1987 album, uh, Document. And then, of course, everyone's favorite, uh, Dexie's Midnight Runners. Do you know the song? No. Come on, Eileen. Oh, that's the name of the band, huh? Yeah, Never Dexies Midnight Runners, and they're, that's off their 1982 uh, release. They had more than that? No, that's okay. pretty much it. <laughs> but hey, they've, hopefully they're still collecting royalties on that thing I somewhere. guarantee they're, well, not now, but I guarantee they're playing somewhere when this all ends again. <laughs> that's right. All right, man, good to have you in. Let's Thanks, do it buddy. Again. That was a lot of fun, man. I enjoy it. That's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. Our thanks to Jeff Whipple of Megaplex Theaters and each and every one of you for listening and playing along with the poll question of the week. We'll be back next week right here on the Movie Zone on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.